What's up, everybody? You are listening to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. Yay! Yay! Yeah! I am Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And I'm Breck and L. And two out of three of us are wearing sunglasses. Yeah, we're big time now. We're on iTunes. That's right. We're yeah. on iTunes. We're everywhere. The future's got... so bright, we've got to wear... Sunglasses. Sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple extra subscribers, so that means we can start wearing sunglasses. It does. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about this week. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and who well, first better we got to do the whole thing? We're now just because Mark doesn't isn't here doesn't mean that uh, all of a sudden we're lawless. We got to do his thing about how we're four oh, comedians. We're, we're four comedians living in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, huge, uh, huge wrestling, uh, wrestling stars. fans. Ha! Ha! Lifelong wrestling fans. Ha! And uh, uh, living in Los Angeles uh, gives us the opportunity to uh, talk about wrestling and uh, be fans and uh, joke about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says, right? And we do the news that's important to us. us. News that's important to us. You can in, go to the torch. A, you can go, go to, to Lawrence of Pain. <laughs> you can go to the New York Times. You can go to any of those places, but that's not us. We, news is real as pro wrestling. Yes. So now that we've covered all the things that we normally do. <laughs> Let's do the stuff that we don't. Let's go to Captain Crazy himself. Let's uh, let's uh, check in with uh, Ultimate Warrior. Um, he has released that video. Yes. The hour-long video in which he talks about Hogan. And uh, luckily today we, we got an interview with Ultimate Warrior himself. So we will be talking with him right now. Let's play that That's tape. amazing. Uh, well, hello, Mr. Helwig. Don't be a Terry. That's not my name. Oh, I'm sorry. I just remember your name was once Jim Helwig. That was the past. Jim Helwig was gobbled up and swallowed by the warrior. Jim Helwig is no more. The warrior sucked Jim Helwig dry. Now there's only warrior. Okay, okay, that's enough of that. Uh, warrior, you have been quite on a tear lately. Uh, what are you hoping to gain with your personal attack of Hulk Hogan in your YouTube videos? <laughs> he heard me, right? You mean Terry? I've really gotten under your skin, haven't I? Well, he threatened a lawsuit against you for slander, so that's about it. Well, come get me then, Terry Bolea. Bring your lawyers, the same lawyers that you probably let sleep with Linda. Sue me, Terry. I have nothing. You've seen my office. Why would I feature that ridiculous third-grade portrait of me in my videos if I had anything? Yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty bad picture. <laughs> I think he heard you. <laughs> I have nothing. It seems like you're way out of line with some of your accusations, Warrior. That's what you think, Terry. Everything I'm saying is true. The drugs, the womanizing, the parking ticket. Scary, isn't it? All this dirty laundry. No, not really. I know the real Terry. He knows it. You all know it. I know everything. I tell the truth. I have dirty laundry I can share about all of you as well. <laughs> uh, like what? Nice try. <laughs> I'm going to release an hour-long video on each of you. Four hours of video the little warriors can sink their teeth into. I will tease everyone with this, though. Scott, you know what I'm going to say, Scott. No, I don't. I'm... Scott, why don't you tell everyone how you like to masturbate at the tomb of Michael Jackson? Aww. Pretty disturbing, right? <laughs> Dirty laundry. I don't masturbate there. That's not true. Sure it isn't. Brett, is Brett there? I'm here. I haven't said anything. I bet you don't want all the little warriors to know your dirty laundry. Warrior knows for a fact that Brett is one of the last remaining Gestapo hiding in the U.S. <laughs> don't think you won't pay for your crimes against the Jews. 
Well, that is not only untrue, but impossible, considering I was born in the 70s. Ha 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 ha, yes. Your excuses make me laugh. You are sad like melted cheese. That's just dumb. Steven. Uh, yeah. Ding dong, Steven. The warrior knows that little Steven is in reality the father of WWE superstar Yoshitatsu. That is true. Wait, that what? That is actually what? true. What are you talking about? What? I visited Japan as a toddler, and I fathered a child. Well, you never told us that. Well, we you... only recently reconnected through Twitter. <laughs> the warrior has other secrets as well. You'll have to wait for the hour-long videos, but for now, to whet your little warrior appetites. Mark Warzeka is an alien from the planet Krygon 4. Jim Ross's barbecue sauce is really Casey Masterpiece's bold and spicy. Classy Freddy Blassie is still alive and managing a Fort Worth area pizza hut. <laughs> and Nunzio is a referee on SmackDown. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, that's enough. We'll talk to you later, Warrior. Hey, guys. Hey. Now, you know what's really interesting about that recording of that interview? Is I had no idea that Brett was born in the 70s. You, that's the most interesting thing about that interview that we had exclusively with the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, yeah. When did you think I was born? Look at him. Oh, now now looking at you, I can I see. Mean, it's through the same. sunglasses, you can't tell. But no, yeah. I'm not shocked. There, I thought it was the '60s. There's but. some crow's feet there. Some. <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, some pretty groundbreaking stuff. That was groundbreaking stuff. I mean, okay, so the Ultimate Warrior video, we all watched it. Yes, mm-hmm. you watched yeah, it. Yeah. I didn't watch it at all. I saw some clips. Good. In typical Steve Sears fashion, uh, he does a wrestling podcast, does it look like not his, educated on any of it at all. It kind of looked like his head was melting into his neck. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. It's the most interesting camera angle that you would ever pick. I think it's, it's like laptop, sort of like a little bit going up, mm-hmm. like from a laptop camera, and he sort of looks like he's sort of heaving into himself. Amy put it, because I showed her this a little bit last night, and she put it the best when she said that it looks like he filmed this. In your like girlfriend his, that you showed it yes. to that you're made. Because <laughs> she didn't understand. Like, uh, what again? It looks what like he filmed this in like his parents' basement office or something <laughs> at his parents' house. That's what people's basement. That's what people's offices in New Mexico look like. I can only assume that it's a lot of wood paneling. Uh, a ton, yeah, floor to ceiling. And also, that wasn't a painting. That wasn't a self-portrait. That was actually a photograph of him <laughs> with the half warrior, half uh, present day. You do great photography work, I must say. Yeah, it's really, thank you. Well, uh, a couple of things that I thought were really interesting about it was he's he goes into Hogan laying into him saying, you're still wearing the do-rag, still doing the gimmick, you look like a fool in court proceedings, you look like an idiot, everyone in the court and uh, all the press must be laughing at you because you're feeding your ego and uh, your gimmick's ego. Meanwhile, his name is Warrior. Yeah. The guy who was Jim Helwig, born and raised Jim Helwig in 1993, changed his name to Warrior and is ripping on Hogan for dressing the same. So he's still like Hulk Hogan. Well, he's, he's, living, he's living the gimmick, but he's also evolving with the gimmick. Mm-hmm. Warrior has now cut his hair. Warrior is now in his basement, his parents' basement, cutting videos. <laughs> Warrior is changing with the times. Hogan is in stasis. He's this big Hulk Hogan ice cube that stayed the same all this time. <laughs> Well, I looked it up and I found out that uh, Warrior has two daughters named Indiana Marin Warrior and Madigan Twain Warrior. Twain. 
Madigan so Twain. If that's not feeding the gimmick even more to have your daughter's last name be Warrior. Both of them are potential pop stars, too, <laughs> I think. They have a band called Warrior. <laughs> uh, he also said Hulkamania and negativity are two things or he's uh, he's quoting Hogan as Hulkamania and negativity are two things that don't go together and then he uh, proceeds to say uh, Terry those things go together like peanut butter and jelly uh, he shouted that part too he got mm-hmm. especially angry at that uh, yeah the man so you agree. That was you agree. Well, the thing is, is that, like, uh, we talked about this a little bit before, that, like... Yeah, but the listeners haven't heard even it. Even if they don't, there is... Not privileged. Uh, let's say even <laughs> 15 to 20% of what he's saying is absolutely true. It's clouded in so much crazy that you w- you just can't believe any of it, you know? The man's insane. I think there's a certain amount of fun getting to watch these videos that I... From the clips that I... This from the guy who didn't watch the videos. Well, I can't... You can only handle so much crazy. I mean, like... You didn't handle any. No, I I watched the promo video and I watched the... A little bit of the Hogan one. Did you watch the bonus? So when we said, did you watch the video... And you said no. Not in its entirety. I watched this. I don't know where you're looking. You're wearing sunglasses. Oh. (laughs) I'm looking out the window while trying to talk to both of you. Jesus. I don't want you guys to feel uncomfortable like I'm not talking to either one of you. I'm now staring at you, Scott. Stop stop it. In his phone interview, though, he was right. Nunzio is a referee on SmackDown now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, but they were clouded in so much crazy. I know, I know. That's so what much I'm crazy. There's right? one nugget of truth in there. Well, in that you're the father of Yoshitatsu. Well, he is my favorite superstar in WWE right now. <laughs> uh, well, uh, since Warrior has laid into Hogan so deeply and just you viciously, know, viciously, relentlessly, relentlessly uh, we believe that he's going to lay into other wrestlers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it seems a lot of people are accusing Warrior just sort of coming up with this stuff and just making it up as he goes along. So we here at Curtain Jerks are going to do the same thing. So we want to pick the next uh, rant for the Warrior. So we're going to pick a wrestler and we're going to pick something that he's going to accuse this wrestler of in our grab bag segment. And we figure this is kind of how he's doing this in his own parents' basement. Chances are we're going to be right. We've nailed so many things in the past. If you go back and listen to previous episodes, you just fact check our stuff you'll find that we're 98 percent correct the two percent uh, are steve's unfortunately that yeah, yeah. never hit always always wrong um could you put your glasses back down brett seeing your eyes makes me uncomfortable <laughs> steve do you want to go ahead and grab a wrestler yeah, yeah. and then the potential topic that ultimate warrior will then go off on this wrestler so for. warrior this is for you this is uh to keep your fires fueled all the way through the rest of 2011 yeah, okay uh, warrior has some pretty serious issues with coco beware coco beware mm, yes birdman and those specific issues are he takes two sparkings what <laughs> two sparkings <laughs> it takes two sparking spaces when parking coco beware takes up two parking spaces when he parks oh because he's taken one for frankie yeah for the long lost parrot Frankie. So if if Warrior was gonna rant on Coco, what what would he? Well, do? he'd say sparking spaces. Yeah, yeah, because he's crazy. Because he's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and he'd be wearing his sunglasses as he does the uh, as he does his interview. Hey, when I go like this, does it look like I'm looking at the pieces of paper? What do you think, listeners at home? Because <laughs> I'm actually looking at you, Scott. <laughs> what an idiot. Are you? Yeah. What do you? What, what am I doing? You're staring back at me. Yeah. Okay. No, are you looking at the reflection in my glasses? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, Aren't yeah. you guys really hot? <laughs> it is. 
My ears How many are drugs up. have you taken today? What yeah. is my, wrong with you? My ears are burning up because of these headphones. He's got nothing to say for this concept. No, he so doesn't know who Coco to... Beware is. Do <laughs> you know who Coco man. Beware is? I could say, but I don't want to. <laughs> See, you just have to address him. Coco, I know what you're doing. I know you're taking two parking spaces up every time you park. You need a parking space for you, and you need one for your bird, Frankie. We all know it, Coco. I even helped you out right there. Thanks, yeah, that's I what appreciate you should be doing. Was, I, immediately, I was enthralled. <laughs> Let us know when you come back to the show. Mm. Uh, so we'll be doing that throughout the show. Um, Jim Ross has uh, recently stated that he is a part of one of the biggest DVD projects that has ever been assigned to him. And uh, it was recently revealed that he will be, that he taped already mm-hmm. with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels in a sit-down yeah. interview, sat between them while both men talked to him emotionally, openly, honestly about their rival, uh, their storied uh, rivalry and uh, the Montreal incident and everything that's going down. Jack Swagger and Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Huge DVD project. Huge DVD project. Groundbreaking. I'm sorry. Drew McIntyre and his ex-wife. <laughs> what was their name? Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah. So, what do you guys think? Are, would you, are you interested in this DVD at all? Is there did anything say, that can... I don't know that we said what it was yet, did we? Yeah. But... He just... By setting it up, he explained the whole thing. Right. Let's Bret take Hart. these glasses off, guys. This show has been totally... The glasses are disconnected. You guys are so Hollywood now. I don't know how I can deal with you two. I saw the new subscribers. This is why Mark went to New York, to deal with some real people. Yeah, he needed a reality check. Man, now, now that we have the glasses oh, off... I feel like so connected to you guys now. Uh, yeah, well, I, I yeah. guess... I'm a, in, case, in case you're like Brett and you weren't listening to anything I just said <laughs> at all, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart had a sit-down talking about their entire storied rivalry and the Montreal incident and all that good stuff. I had to text while we were doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that wasn't a text. That was a sex. I was sexting Anthony Weiner. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm really excited about this DVD. I think if they go through a bunch of the matches and they put together one of their sort of funky video packages sort of chronicling the whole storyline. A funky video package? I was watching a SmackDown earlier this morning on Hulu. And, uh, Hulu they, Plus or Hulu? Hulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're three weeks over. Hey, hey, I, the glasses are off now, okay? If, if the glasses were on, it would You shouldn't have spent so much Plus. on the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> Should have bought would, Hulu Plus. Then I would be able to afford Hulu Plus. Um, they, sometimes the video packages are really hit and miss, like when they're starting SmackDown or Raw or like what, whatever for introing the... Uh... <laughs> so they're funky and not funky? No, there's funky and not funky. Like, um, my favorite was Kane and... said that. He said, no. <laughs> Put your glasses back on. <laughs> I, we shouldn't have even started with the glasses at all. Every time I see them, I'm getting distracted. Here, I'll put both sets yeah, on. Put on both I'll glasses. put on both sets of glasses over my regular glasses as it is. Well, right. They always seem like these weird sort of situations for WWE to try to make these music videos with funky <laughs> instrumentals. It's take really those, dark in here. Take both of those glasses I'm off, fine. Please. I'm fine. You're drinking Drano. That's not your soda. It's delicious. <laughs> Clearing out. But I was hoping like they do sort of like this produced package to sort of put together the story. I think it'd be really cool because I haven't seen a lot of those matches. I haven't seen a lot of that time period. I'd like to see it. So I didn't see when Coco Beware got involved? Who? Oh, boy. Tried so, to bring this back up and help it. Oh, wait, wait. Is that the guy who takes two sparking spaces? Do you legitimately not know who Coco Beware is? <laughs> I know who Coco Beware is. Uh. Name two people he feuded with. I have no idea. <laughs> Say his mother and his father. Yeah, his mother and his father. <laughs> and his bank account. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, I don't know. I for me, uh, I don't know what they could say that could that hasn't already been said or that wasn't in the documentary, Wrestling with Shadows. What's Sean gonna say? Well, you don't think that Sean's side could sort of been illuminated a little bit? No. Okay. I did it for the money. I did what Vince told me to do. Sorry. Oh, and you're Canadian. You don't think there's a pride issue where Shawn Michaels would sort of be like, and also I always thought I was better than you. Well, yeah, I doubt that the the uh, Jesus-loving Shawn Michaels is going to get that sort of like mean about it now. Uh, yeah. I thought he was a predator. <laughs> We'll get to that. Well, they're, they're, uh, the one thing, too, is that they didn't, they didn't talk to each other for 12, 13 years. Like, Bret Hart had no contact with the WWE. But in, this, in the world of professional wrestling, I'm sure that they had a lot of close calls in 13 years of possibly being in the same city or being at the same venue or same you know signings or something like that. So that would be kind of interesting at the lengths that they went to avoid each other for that long. See, I'd like to watch it if they were sitting on the love seat and JR was at the end and there's a fire lit and you know it's just really nice and moody mm-hmm. well just lit. not not in the not in the Stanford Connecticut studios with yeah. black two chairs curtain. like yeah, yeah make it intimate romantic let, let them sit next to what each if other. they were metal folding chairs huh guys and then they just bash the hell out of JR because that'd be unexpected you're an idiot <laughs> Uh, also this week, uh, or today, breaking news today, Chavo Guerrero was released. And this is what he tweeted. He said, I asked for my release. I was not happy in WWE anymore. I had a smile on my face last night, uh, though, when I got my release. And now it's time for me to start being a Guerrero again and start kicking ass again. Be able to tell stories in the ring like you know that we can. Win or lose, I will never go back to the place WWE put me in. I will never go back to being underutilized and watching people who suck get bigger pushes than me. That's quite a statement. I'm surprised you read that with both of those sunglasses on. It was really difficult. (laughs) (laughs) See the paper shaking. That's ballsy. I mean, if I can think of the last few programs he had done, I mean, he worked with uh, Rey Mysterio. He worked with, well, Sin Cara, who's their big push right now. Uh, don't forget that uh, stellar feud that he had with Hornswoggle. Uh, that was pretty big. For the but better part of a year. Trying to say that Hornswoggle is, it wasn't deserving that push, though, is pretty... <laughs> he should have won the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he should be given an award for being just the, the best sport. Yeah he, yeah, he was a good sport. Uh, he had, Yeah, he had to do the Hornswoggle feud that went on forever. He had to... Uh, he was... He, he had the shortest WrestleMania match in history, losing the championship to... The ECW championship to Kane in eight seconds, and also that Kerwin White gimmick that he was given there for a short period of time. <laughs> Do you remember that? When he denounced his Mexican heritage. Yes, yeah. and had that Frank Sinatra esque song. <laughs> uh, Steve, do you know who Chavo Guerrero is? <laughs> yes, he's the guy who took two sparking spaces. <laughs> oh boy! You All know, right, I feel bad I'm gonna for him. With his I feel bad for him. But Don't feel bad for me. I know who Chavo Guerrero is. Not you, idiot. Um, yeah, he never feels pity for you. No, it's impossible. <laughs> but I think he he was an excellent. I mean, at this point in his career, because it's not like he's in his mid twenties anymore. I mean, he's probably on the downside of his uh, ability. So that whole idea that if he keeps working to put young guys over, I mean, isn't that what everybody other than Hogan and them has to do at some point in their career is is elevate the the young guys and give them good matches and stuff. It's exactly what they tried to do with Sin Cara. You know, it's like they're like he's a good worker, so let him work. But their match wasn't that good. You know what I mean? So 
Weren't you talking a couple weeks ago about how uh, Chavo Guerrero did like the three amigos and this perfect time? Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, like it was a countdown, and you were mm-hmm. really impressed by that. I was super impressed with it. Yeah, the technical ability. He's really good. You know, he's really good. Okay, I think it's time for another grab bag here of another warrior rant. Warrior rant. So I'm picking one on here. We're helping you out, warrior. Okay. Ooh, David Flair. David Flair. He's gonna go, he's gonna go off on David Do Flair. Do you know who David Flair is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he's one of Ric Flair's uh, ex-wives. <laughs> uh, he's gonna he's gonna rip into David Flair because David Flair still owns a VCR. Oh, so how would that go, Scott? You own a VCR. <laughs> I own three. <laughs> <laughs> and a, a lot of VHS. I do. I do have a lot of VHS, and uh, I believe it was Phil. Uh, who who's part of the Comedy Podcast Network here uh, was very pissed off at me uh, moving some of my boxes and said, "You got to get rid of all these VHS, man." <laughs> how much? How many VHS tapes do you think David Flair has to go with his VCR? Oh, hundreds, hundreds upon hundreds, up near the thousands. Is it a lot of it like a tape library, like a lot of old WCW stuff? It's stuff, stuff that he's recorded off television. But so, so it's all it's all Maxell tapes. Do you think that most of these tapes are kept in a dingy basement office? Yes. <laughs> Behind a, 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 a photograph portrait that looks like a painting of his face and also... With his dad's face. Yes. So it looks like there's some success in his face. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Warrior would be uh, really upset and saying, David, get with the times. Still living like you're in the 80s when your dad was a success. Get a Blu-ray, David. And then get me one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, so what else do we have here? CM Punk had made a huge announcement on Raw uh, saying that uh, his contract will be up by Money in the Bank and he will win the title and then he will take the title home and leave the WWE. Oh, God, that would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, then there'd just be one world title belt. That'd well, be great. I just don't want to see CM Punk go. Do you Neither disagree? Do, I, I love do you CM think Punk. that there should be two belts? I think that, yeah. I mean, there should be two belts only because... <laughs> yeah! Yeah! there be two world belts, y'all! I think there should be two belts only because the, if there wasn't a belt on SmackDown, there'd be no reason to watch that show really anymore. Well, you know what I mean? would be on both yeah, shows. Yeah, champ would have to work both nights. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're going to be doing that for very long. But, like, you'd get tired of it. You know what I mean? I think would it's I? fun to keep the brands separate. I'm tired separate. of it now, Brett. <laughs> I think it's fun to keep the brands separate. I do, too. But I, I'm all for one world champion being on both shows. I, I don't mind with any other of the belts. Go Like, one tag team belt, one Divas championship, and one either Intercontinental or U.S. championship, blah, blah, blah. But then... They could still have those two. Sort of the show belt. Like, yeah. yeah the show and I almost belt. think that those two champions, like, you know, they should never see each other. You know what I mean? It's like they should they be that separate. You know, I, I, I really like this uh, announcement that he's made. I think it's a really cool storyline. I, I am intrigued to watch Money in the Bank now to see if they actually went through with it. Well, he's fantastic. I mean, CM Punk, is he's great. Yeah, he's one of the best guys around. Right. 
I agree. I think he's really. Do you know who CM Punk is? <laughs> he's the guy who took two sparking spaces. Yeah, exactly. Or beat it to death. Um, Shane McMahon had a rough Father's Day. He had said this. Uh, he was interviewed by the uh, Los Angeles Times and was talking about uh, being the son of uh, WWE Chairman Vince McMahon and his decision to leave WWE in January uh, of 2010. Shane McMahon said it was the hardest decision I've ever had to make. Uh, I didn't want to wake up when I was 70 and say, I should have done that. McMahon described his decision to tell his father that he wanted to leave as brutal, adding that a year and a half later, there is still tension between them. It's still hard, he said about the relationship. Um, do you have the job that he's doing now? Because I just want to take... I Again, I am a firm believer in that he has the same job as he did in the remake of Rollerball, which is something <laughs> Hold on, like... Because Borzeka said this when he was talking about this story perfectly, that Shane McMahon left the WWE to pursue his dream job. And the dream that he must have dreamt about since childhood was... Oh, uh, American media mogul. Distribution to, into China, I think. Yeah. So, oh, oh uh, the back door to China? Yes. <laughs> so I didn't know Shane was making those videos. One throbbing distribution deal. Oh, so he's, he's distributing China's porn DVD. Oh, well, that's great. But his the job that he's doing is probably like it's so technically like weird. I think it's of... I think it's a lot more business. What he's doing right now is probably a, a lot more legitimate, like a thousandfold than what he was doing before. I mean, before they were kind of programming sort of. Then jumping across the ring from one turnbuckle into a trash can? It might be a little bit more technical. Top turnbuckle to the outside table? Well, I'll say this. He is greatly missed. I mean, every match I've seen with him, I really loved watching Shane Russell. And he was just, he had good instincts, like in terms Mm -hmm. of storytelling. I feel like, I want to think that a lot of those uh, great stories that were happening was because he was involved. Mm -hmm. He's an overcompensator. Like, he really went above and beyond because he feared that everybody else was going to give him shit for it. That it's like, oh, you're the boss's kid and you get to wrestle in a yeah. main event match? So I got to be a really good wrestler if I go out there and do it. He's doing that same thing in China right now. Which is why he's flooding China <laughs> with just horrific pornography DVDs for people we don't <laughs> Wait, want to uh, see. they already got pretty bad stuff over there, right? I mean, you're an aficionado in that category. No, no. China's got a lot of... Uh, they have a huge crackdown on... Uh, Internet pornography, the Great Firewall of China, which is they block the majority of their internet. They have a big burgeoning. Is that a site? The Great, Great Firewall of China? China. It's the name of my side project. I see. That's so a one-man podcast. The Great Firewall of China. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Batista did an audio interview with the Observer this week and revealed that all of the douchebag clothes as uh, that he wore during his final run in the WWE were actual clothes that he wears in real life. I did, was this ever a dispute? Yeah, I always I didn't think that they were. I assumed that they were. I mean, did you wife beaters and and designer the jeans, pink, and the pink polo shirts and and the and the weird jacket vest with no shirt. You know, yeah, when yeah. you're that big, you can wear whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I think that's why guys wear that stuff. Like it might not be. I don't think it's because it's expensive. I think that in the back of people's minds, they're like. This is the most horrific T-shirt I can imagine with too much stuff going on. But so that's what I always say about wrestling tights and stuff. That that's what they wear out to the ring when people are like, "Oh, that's so gay!" Like, look what they wear. Yeah, but if you're in that good a shape, you wouldn't really give a shit either. No, like you'd wear the little tights and go, "What? I look fantastic." Pink with black lightning bolts. You got it. Let's do it. So he can wear like a, a nice little golf sweater, but when it's all bulging out in every place, you're like, "Well, okay, I see what you're doing." Right now. <laughs> Let's see what you got going on here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I could have swore. I would have guessed that that's what he wore all the time anyway. You know what I mean? You know, there was, when he was feud, when 
Triple H was driving JBL's limo, and there was that big thing where Batista split from Evolution. With Coco Beware? Mm-hmm. I don't think he was involved, guys, because two parking spaces, everybody had two parking spaces back then. It was so popular. <laughs> but I remember there was that great sort of backstage segment where Batista sort of goes and smashes every window on JBL's uh, limo, mm-hmm. and then he sort of like straightens his tie at the very end. And that was the first time I ever saw him wearing a suit, because the rest of the time you see him in his, you know, his mankini. And I was like, it would have been cooler, I think, if he was always wearing suits like Ric Flair or something like that, opposed to going into that sort of strange affliction territory. <laughs> okay, Brett, you want to do another uh, grab bag here? Okay. What Ultimate Warrior is going <laughs> to land to people about? I hope I get Coco Beware again. Uh, you know what would have made this Ultimate Warrior video even better? Had he done the rant on Hoko and the uh, in his old 80s promo style, just yelling and Ooh, going as fast yeah. as he could, just saying... Yeah, yeah. If the trees all breathed, breathed at the same time into the solar system. That would be... Okay. Can you... Brett's, Brett has pulled two. Can we see if uh, Warrior will do it that way this time? Hopefully. In this With one? Yeah. I, I have Paul London, okay, who I doubt that I doubt Warrior knows who it is. Uh, Paul London is an amazing athlete. And uh, Yeah, but if you know who Paul London is, he knows who Coco Beware is. And he never cheats on his taxes. All London and the rant is he never cheats on his taxes. Well, that's good to know that he makes enough money to pay taxes. I know you, Paul. Don't think I don't know you, Paul. We all know you. We know you don't cheat on your taxes. We know you've never made enough money to cheat on your taxes. I think that's pretty much what you say. I like Paul London. Can I have a job? I'm, I'm never going to forgive you for that. Part. Steve, how about you redeem yourself with Coco Beware and you pull another one here? Okay. Let's do another one for Steve. Okay, Steve is pulling a name. He's got Warrior has got a, a serious bone to pick, a real hard on for Stephanie McMahon. Oh. oh. See what I did there? Yeah. Ooh, Vince's daughter. Oh, and he says oh, <laughs> that she take your time there's only listeners listening to this waiting to be entertained Warrior says that Stephanie McMahon calls in sick all the time calls in sick all the time? yeah which I think is probably true because she can just phone in all those stories right? Yep. Stephanie <laughs> oh Stephanie I've been thinking about you I've been thinking about you all the time. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> he sounds like one of the witches in the original Clash of the Titans. <laughs> you call in sick all the time, and that drives me crazy. And now I'm letting the world know about it. You beautiful boob job. You long brown hair. Up there in your mansion and with all your money and clothes and <laughs> And I'm sitting in my parents' basement office. I painted you a picture. Half my face, half your face. <laughs> Together we're Stephanie McMore face. <laughs> uh, also. <laughs> That's pretty good. We gotta give him credit. McMore yeah, face was pretty Stephanie McMore face. I think that would have been the worst promo shoot video ever. I wouldn't even watch that for free on YouTube. Well, you didn't watch the other one. Yeah, I wouldn't have YouTube. watched that, that, if, they that. Were, if I was forced to watch it. I would have eaten my own eyes. Uh, Shawn Michaels' new hunting show titled Shawn Michaels' McMillan River Adventures on the Outdoor Channel debuts next month. According to the show's rep, who I believe talks like this, 
Sean ain't just hunting for sport. The guy actually eats everything that he kills. Uh, they also spoke to Michaels himself, who said, I am a Christian, I am an American, I am a family man, and I am a predator. And McMillan River Adventures will allow my lifetime, my lifetime fans and newfound friends to see what really makes Shawn Michaels the man that he is today. That was really strange because um, when they cut that press release out, it actually had those typos in it. That was what was really disturbing. I know. It wasn't me stammering like an idiot. No, that was Scott reading the actual press Verbatim. release. Verbatim. With three pairs of glasses on. Three pairs of Players. Are you going to watch the show, Brett? With three David flares of glasses on. Do you have the Outdoor Channel? Uh, I, if it's in HD, I'll take a look at it. Yeah. If it's not in HD, you won't watch Shawn Michaels be a an American, a family man, a predator? Uh, no. Man, can you just imagine him pulling out one of those like four-sided, like barbed arrows out of like a deer that's still writhing on the ground, like because he it wasn't a kill shot, like got him in the neck or something. It's still writhing. Shawn Michaels just pulling it out, laughing with his buddies. Oh no, he won't be laughing. He'll be delivering last rites to the deer the whole time, <laughs> so that it goes up to heaven properly. See, I'm really worried about this show because I fear that during sweeps week, when they really need the ratings, that he is going to hunt down Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Steve, do you know who Marty Jannetty? I do know Marty Jannetty. Marty Jannetty came back for two matches on SmackDown. And I thought he was amazing. That's right. That's how he knows him. He doesn't know him from the right. He had an anything. awesome match with Kurt Angle, and he had an awesome match with Shawn Michaels. He was really cool. Oh, that man, would be brother. a. Gr- I would watch that TV of Marty Jannetty being released into the wild with Shawn Michaels wearing like he is a, released in the wild. That's but, where he is. But Shawn Michaels <laughs> wearing a ghillie suit and a compound bow, walking around in Pittsburgh Hunting, or something. Like the Running Man. Yeah, like the Running Man. <laughs> the world's most dangerous game. See, I think this show is fascinating. I want to watch this show uh, to watch Shawn Michaels just hunt stuff the entire just time. <laughs> sweet chin music, a bear super in the kick, mid. a bear. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um. I'm convinced that anything with wrestle with wrestlers that isn't like actual wrestling should end with them either punching, clotheslining, or super kicking someone in the face when it's not going well. Like the chaperone would have been better, mm-hmm. wrong side of town would have been better. This hunting show would be great if Shawn Michaels is clotheslines like, a deer. Well, he clotheslines a deer, <laughs> nips or, up, or he's with his uh, he's with like his other hunting pals or whatever. It's like. Geez, Sean, you sort of missed that one right there. Wasn't a kill shot. Bam, wow, super man. kick. Yeah. Super kick. Then he's on the other hunting team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, all right. That is another uh, episode this week. Uh, we have some thank yous to give out before uh, we wrap up. We'd like to say thank you again to Fred Brown for our uh, amazing theme song that we have every week here on the show. Phil Ranton. What? what was that? I said Freddy. I just snuck it in there, though. Freddy. <laughs> so, like, What's up, Freddy? Freddy. Uh, Phil Ranton, Alex Phil Ranton, Phil, uh, and Alex Ferrari for our art and logos. Well, all right, I'll say thanks for our art and logos that they've been doing lately. All the all the cool drawings and uh, drawings, logos. Uh, the Comedy Podcast Network for having us. Meredith Spivey, our sound engineer, who uh, has been demanding, and I think we have to get to it soon, uh, that we talk about John Cena on the show. Meredith, would you like to talk about your obsession with John Cena? We're fated to be together. That's all I'll say. Ooh, and to make sure that this happens, she's making us record in a hot box. We do We're all wearing our jean shorts and no shirts. <laughs> yes, I, we're not sure if it's John Cena's looks or if it's the jean shorts that Meredith's obsessed with. But we have been, we we will cover John Cena extensively soon to to make our sound engineer very happy. The thermostat said at a balmy ninety nine. Right now. <laughs> uh, 
So you can find us on Facebook, uh, facebook.com backslash curtain jerks, twitter.com uh, backslash curtain jerks. Uh, find us there for postings, funny videos, uh, funny pictures. I still have plenty of embarrassing pictures of myself. Uh, in the vault, right? With, You're going to dole them out. With wrestlers, right? yeah. Summerslam's yeah. coming up soon. Hopefully the the Summerslam. The yeah. big, the, and the Summerslam. I'll make the sure I look like an idiot and we'll go meet the guys and I'll take more embarrassing photos yes. of myself. Uh, maybe I'll put up a poll to see, uh, I'll, I'll throw out a couple names and then we'll see uh, who, who wants to see which embarrassing photo of me next. Oh, sounds good. Some right. of your so baby check, pictures. So check on Facebook. Yeah, I've, you can check out my baby ass. <laughs> <laughs> so again, thank you. This has been Curtain Jerks. Uh, we're on iTunes. Subscribe today. I am Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Break it out. See you later. Bye. Whee! For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, Go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.